Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tilly, where we explore everyday topics for everyday people. I hope something that is said may encourage, motivate, or give you a different outlook than before. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy these next few minutes. What's up? How you doing? How's your mom and them? How's your great aunt Sally? I hope she's good because you're on Talks with Tilly. What's up? I'm your host Cody Tilly and I'm so pumped you're with me. Whether you've been with me from the start or this is your first time, I'm just glad you're here. Hey, last week we talked about finding yourself in the waiting period and I was real with y'all. I shared some personal uh, stories of my life, some things that I had been through. And this week, we're looking at the waiting period. What does it even look like? What are you supposed to do in it? What does the Bible say about it? How are you supposed to act? What are you supposed to do? The waiting period this week, Relationship Series Part 3. I hope you're ready for this. If not, you better get ready, because here it comes. So I also just want to remind you, hey, if you like this new series we're in or you like some of the previous podcasts, you know, like them, share them on Instagram, Facebook, post about them, whatever. Um, a lot of y'all do that already, and I just love getting to see where everybody's from and who's listening and what you're liking and all that stuff. So if you don't already, man, go like it, share it. Plus, it just gives it a better way to get out there and helps the podcast grow, and, and I love it. But like I said, this week is the waiting period. You know, last week we talked about finding yourself in the waiting period. So what do you do now that you have found yourself? You know, what what does it look like and what are some of the things that, uh, you know, but when you really think about it, the first thing that comes to mind is what does wait really even mean? I think we take wait as this word of, you know, to totally not do anything. And I think that's a, really the wrong context of it. When we look at it and it's used in Psalms 27, um, really in verse 14, talking about waiting on the Lord, but it really means to hope in something and and when I think about that, I almost this you know these words come to mind is when you wait for something, it's preparing for it. You know, you're getting ready for what is to come. And when I think about that, is what are you doing to prepare in this time that there doesn't seem like there's a lot going on, but it's really one of the most crucial times. I think we underestimate that is that this period we call a waiting period that a lot of people dread and think that man, this is just you know why why do I have to wait? I think it's really one of the most important times in our lives. Uh, that we often just look over our mistake because you know it may not be the most fun or we feel like it's one of the worst times but at the end of the day when we really look at it it should be one of the most important times because what you do in this waiting period can really say a lot about what's going to happen in your future relationship because what you're doing in this waiting period is what's going to prepare you for when you meet that person think about this i mean are you praying for them now because If you're praying for them now, you're more than likely going to want to pray for them when you're with them. You know, when when you get in these habits of doing these things already, it makes it a a lot easier and a lot more fluent for when you get in that relationship. Because if if you're not used to normally praying on a regular basis or, or praying for them or praying with them, then... It's going to be something totally new, and you're going to, have to totally adjust adjust yourself to it. But whenever you have already been doing this, whenever you've already been praying for them, whenever you have already been, you know, preparing yourself, getting yourself ready for these things, then you see that 
that it's a little bit different. I, I, I want you to think about this. Is There's a lot of, you know, we talked about finding yourself last week. But once you find yourself, now how do you prepare yourself? So there's a difference in finding yourself and preparing yourself. Now that, now that you find yourself and say, okay, you know, um, I realize who I am in God and I realize what he's called me to be and who he's called me to be and, and do these things. Okay, now what can I do to prepare myself so whenever he sends me somebody that I'll be ready? And I think we really often just overlook that and we forget about that. So here's what I want to tell you is one of the main things that I think about is, you know, don't do anything that you wouldn't want your future spouse doing. I mean, honestly, I mean, think about that. Don't do anything personally that you wouldn't want them doing because why would you not want them to do it and then you go do it? But also, and, and this is more of a common one, and you say, well, of course, well, you know, we talked about it just a second ago, you know, already be praying for them. You know, already be praying, you know, getting your heart ready to receive what it is that God has for you. So that way that you're focused on God above all else and then when they come into the picture that okay now y'all are running together with god you're running this race together while you each have your own race you're now running it with one another and i think that's so huge and so important is that you're not running that race alone now i love how it talks about ecclesiastes that you know two are stronger than one and that you know when you're running that race together and you know i just picture this that that us running that race together that two of us you know running is a lot stronger because later in that verse in ecclesiastes says you know if one falls the other one's there to pick him up you're there to support i mean you gotta think about this in life and i really believe this is the one of the sole purposes behind marriage is that it's there to be a partnership you're there that when one falls down that you are there to pick them up or they're there to pick you up i believe that when when we look at this and we think, man, oh, it's just, you know, so I don't feel lonely. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. It's there so that way there's somebody to build you up. You know, when you feel down yourself, when you feel like things are just horrible, they're there to support you, but also to hold you accountable as a Christian and in your walk with God that whenever you're, you know, whenever you're doing something that you know is not right and they know it's not right, they're there to hold you accountable to the person God has called you to be. And that's so important. And then everything that comes with it, you know, when when that stuff starts roll, and then you see that, hey, now when you're preparing yourself right now for that, and if you're both preparing yourselves now when you get ready to have children and, and to raise, raise them, well, now you know how to instill into them. And I think it's so crazy because I just, I just look at it from this huge picture, and, you know, it's not all going to be fun and games. It's not all going to be easy. I, I mean, but... If you put yourself in this mindset, and you know this is even something that, that I personally find is, you know, when when you learn that yes, there's gonna be um, arguments and there's gonna be things you disagree about, but how you handle those is what really matters. I mean, if you get mad and storm off and go to your mamas and your daddies and don't come back, well, no, that's that's not a good way to handle it. But if if you get if you make yourself ready now that hey when something does come up that you disagree with or that you don't like with with any situation in life that you learn how to resolve it and handle it then you learn that when you and your wife or you and your husband have a disagreement that you sit there and handle it you don't run off storm you don't just get mad and leave you you don't just roll out because things got tough 
but instead you learn how to handle it and that's why it's so important because a lot of the times you know it's real easy that say oh well um they did this and it, it, it made me really mad so so i'm gone but when you really think about it is hey during this waiting time is how do i prepare myself that i don't just get mad and all of a sudden want to leave what what do i do you know how how do i make myself see that and and understand and and forgive and it's such a tough thing and i and i I know because i've been there and i've done that and um but just in life every day like you know like i said i this is a relationship series, but I, I want to take two aspects of life to it. You know, in everyday life, when you learn to forgive and and forget, and you know, to see the bigger picture, and why, yes, things may. I mean, it it may not be fair sometimes, but when you learn to to get over and to overcome it, you know, whenever you learn to see the bigger side of it, then you start seeing things overcome and then you start seeing things work out because this waiting period right now is so huge and that's what i've been working on while i'm in the waiting period is just working on myself you know but i will say that whenever you know god sends that right one i hope that i'm ready and that's why i'm trying to prepare and i'm trying to wait right now because think about this you're the person that whenever you go to a restaurant who serves you, what are they called? Well, they're called your waiter or waitress. Now, if, if your hostess set you down and they never come and took your order and never got your drinks or anything, you'd be pretty upset. So we see that th- that word wait, it means to be doing something. So my question for you today is what are you doing to prepare yourself? What are you doing to get yourself ready for whatever it is in life? I'm not talking about just relationships right now. I'm talking about whatever it is in life that that you're hoping for, what the word wait means is what you're doing to hope for. What are you doing to prepare yourself for that? Because it's such a huge thing because if you're not preparing yourself for it, sometimes you can miss some of the biggest blessings God has for you because you're not prepared for what he's fixing to send. And he's saying, hey, I'm sending. I'm giving you a chance to prepare yourself. I'm giving you this time right now to prepare yourself. But you've got to be the one to, to do it. You've got to be the one to step to the plate and say, okay, it, it's it, I'm going to do stuff that, that makes me better, that prepares myself. I'm going to grow my relationship with God first so that way we're both chasing God and we're holding each other accountable. We're holding each other together. We're there so that way if one is feeling down that that I can pick them up or that they can pick me up, whatever, that this is so important. And guys, I'm going to say this to you. The statistics are crazy whenever the man leads the household. Whenever the man is the one that, um, I, I, don't, I don't remember the exact statistics, but I want to say it's like whenever the the man is gets saved first out of unbelieving families, whenever the man gets saved first, there's a 93% chance, I believe is the correct statistic, that the rest of the family will get saved. So guys, I, I'm talking to you right now that if you can lead in a godly way and you can do these things, it's going to reflect on your family, man. Like, listen to me, like, some of the most godly men I've met in my life, you know, they do these things and they lead their house in a godly way and you see their house act that way. So it's time that, you know, we step up as men and be that man that God's called us to be. And to you girls out there, to you, to you women, that being being that wife that supports your husband, 
whenever he makes a godly decision because I believe that's a huge thing in marriage is essentially when you get married you're saying I'm going to support the decisions that he makes uh, I'm not saying that he's going to make every decision by himself that's not that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is that at the end of the day is whenever y'all sit down and y'all have prayed about something and you decided and he said I really feel like this is God's what God's telling me to do and you know that he's prayed over it. you support him whether or not you you know you might be a little hesitant about stuff but as the man of the household leading and doing these things you've got to support him and you've got to back him it's uh just such a huge thing and I think so often we often look over that but Guys, I just want you to get today. You're in this waiting period, so right now it's time for you to be preparing. Whatever you need to be, look at your life. Look at whatever it is you feel like maybe your weak suit in relationships or just in life and say, what can I do to prepare myself for whatever I'm asking for? What can I do to prepare myself for what I'm hoping in God for? But most importantly, what am I doing to make my walk in Christ stronger? Because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. So don't forget that. And I hope during this, if you're in this waiting period, whatever it is, that you take this and you begin to prepare for whatever it is God's calling you for, whatever it is you're hoping for. So that's my Tilly Talk. Y'all have a great day. God bless you. And I hope to get to see you soon.